Freljordian welcome. Yes, a true Freljordian welcome indeed. Welcome to Voices of the Old One, episode 15. Uh, I'm Janky, and I'm joined by my co-host Gomez. Hello there! Uh, and, we, well, Sentinels of Light. It uh, should be coming out tonight when you uh, when this... Yeah, launches. no, it should be, yeah. Should oh, be it's, it's so cool. Uh, I, I have been in a, like, a perpetual state of hype since, <laughs> like the start of this month i think but to be fair you've you've got more hype than me because you like go play a little bit more, like you know the universe a bit more and yeah. like you you play like league of legends and whatnot a little bit i believe so you 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 know this world a lot more so to me i've just got the hype it's just hype hype from the rune terror side but across yeah. the whole kind of um lore and concept of everything it is a magnificent thing that's going on i like it's... the fact that they included uh, or like all different games as well like in terms of like each bit has got its own release like kind of little extra bit because of this yeah that must have been like really difficult to do but like just the the event happening can con- con- like what's the word canonically in universe is like so cool to me i love the idea of seeing character development which is something we've never really seen in legends of or well in in the runeterra universe before is time passing it does right. kind of feel like we're in a snapshot of the universe at any given time and when a character releases it's like they always existed and yeah. they now exist like yeah <laughs> um but no I, I i love seeing that um like ribbon and irelia and vein i think is it um have joined the sentinels it's it, it's super cool i really like this yeah no it's, it's, it's done a magnificent job with just like everything it's as well it's it's the card art as well that they've got into like obviously we will get into the details of the patch notes and that, but obviously a number of champions have got some skins, which I'll mm-hmm. do with it. Only one with an with an updated uh, animation, I believe. Which yeah, I, a really which weird really one as well. Like um, of of all of them, I I would have thought it would probably be Shavanna, right? She seems like the important one in all of this. <laughs> You'd think, but people love Irelia. It's <laughs> true, people. You know. Let's not do this again. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not get into that into that one again. But yeah, no, legit, I I can I I do actually like the way that all the skins look because they've got like this really nice look about them, and even including like um like Frashes, like he's would you like before <laughs> before ruination is skin. Yeah, uh, I, th- I I think this is actually after. I think this is post. I think he's just become like. I, I I haven't looked into because, this yet because he looked more human. That's why he I looks more this. human. Yeah. So I thought that this was the, just before because obviously, like you know, I, I know a little tiny bit about the lore of him, and like wasn't he like a protector of ancient artifacts or something? He used to torture people. Yeah. And then um, the ruination happened, and then he became the warden big boy, um, Frash. So I thought this, I thought this was the little bit before because he looks more human, but I might be wrong. Uh, yeah, well, when he was still human, he was, like, on the Blessed Isles as just a regular old dude, so it would be really weird for him to have, like, this ephemeral, misty armor. True, like, true. Uh, I think this is just something to do with Viego giving him additional power, because he's called, what, Thresh Unbound? Something like that, yeah, I can't remember yeah. what they called. What they he does look sick, though, I really, I, like, humanoid, like, more human-looking Thresh is, like, really, really cool. Hmm. So, shall we just dive into the patch notes in general? Um, obviously, we know that 
we've got what you call it uh, the new cards that are be going, which are going to be joining the game, which we will be getting into soon. And obviously, we just briefly touched on the fact that like our new champions have got new skins that are working with this event. But what's what's quite funny about this event? It the thing is, it doesn't matter which one you choose because you will still end up with the same things. But I do like the fact that they've given you the choice to either go on the ruination side or the sentinels of light side like as as a thing mm-hmm. i is there like a uh has, has that been like confirmed what where like what the paths are because I, I couldn't find that i mean like, i saw i saw it on reddit whether or not right. it was true whether or not it's true or not, <laughs> i saw it on reddit and basically what it looks like is if you choose the ruination side obviously you get all the ruination cosmetics and and things first but then if you carry on playing you get the sentinels oh, of light okay. stuff and if you choose the central light so basically i guess it's like which one you want to display first sure, uh, sure but sure. at the but at the end of it like you will have all of it it's just that obviously it will take you longer to get the other side like whichever side you don't choose so there is there is an advantage to choosing a side in that if you want to get a certain like stuff quicker but at the end of the day you will end up with all of the stuff but by the looks of things by what the um the path the events path thing is on uh reddit but mm-hmm. um, still, I have to ask, Bunny, which side are you taking? Um, probably the Sentinels. The aesthetic of the Sentinels is so cool. The new board is so cool. But like, I, I could go either way. I like, I have no strong allegiance to either champion. Um, like, actually, see, or... see, that's the thing. I yeah. don't have any strong allegiance to anyone. Like, I was gonna go with the Ruination Pop just because I, to me, that's more. I, I like the aesthetic of that side. Like as you said, you like the aesthetic of the light. Yeah, yeah. The light side. I like the aesthetic of like you know the, like the darker like what because admittedly Shadow Worlds has always been one of my favourite regions in general. Like in terms of like my favourite regions have always been PNZ and Shadow Worlds. So and then Bilgewater came in and that also got jumped into the mix somewhere up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's what you get. It's one of those things where Shadow Isles has always been one of my favourite regions, so I'm very happy. I know that. See, the thing is, is there's a lot of people. Oh, I can't believe you're supporting that guy. It's just, it's just like you know, the the emo kid. <laughs> I'm not supporting it because of him in general. I'm just supporting it because I like the look of that side. Like, oh, uh, the, the, uh, the emo kid with rock hard abs. You mean? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> the one who's been working out while he's been locked away from the sunlight. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. that's the one. But. Yes, I'm, I I feel like I'm going to choose the the ruined side just because I like the look of that side more. But obviously, it doesn't matter which path you choose. Either way, by the looks of things, it looks like you will get everything yeah. in the end. <laughs> it's just going to take you longer to get the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just the, it is very close for me as well. Like uh, the the art of this, the art and the aesthetic. Sorry, and the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, the 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 Things that you buy. What what are these called? Uh, Bundles. What's wrong? Help me. Uh, 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 The the, the general term for all of the the, the, uh, alternate arts, the the card backs, the boards. What are those all called? Um, Cosmetics. Cosmetics, yeah. (laughs) That's the the word. You know, cosmetics. The cosmetics for this set are all incredible the emotes are fantastic the boards and the card backs holy crap are amazing uh so yeah i could i could go either side of the spectrum i think yeah i mean definitely the art it it looks so nice like every every single one of these like i i wish 
that Draven got a, a change to his oh, animation yeah. as well because I actually really do like the look of this Draven skin. Like both the legit, both the uh, first and second, I really do like the look of them. It's just a shame that his animation hasn't changed. I, I would love to see like these like a kind of like green ephemerally kind of blades going across the screen or like that when as he does the um what's his face the um whirling death move or that like it's it's those kind of little things that I wish. They, they have added just as that little bit more. But as you say, the balds look pristine. Like mm-hmm. these, these are the balds whereby it, 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 it it's, it's, a, it's nice to see. Yeah, I, I have like six boards in LOR and I, I definitely don't need any more, but I, <laughs> but I know, want them, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I want them. You understand, <laughs> you know how it'd be. Yeah. But yeah, no, literally they've done, they've done an amazing job. And as you say, even the emotes. I mean, for me, like out of all of these emotes, I don't know why I'm drawn to this one more, but the popcorn, the karma popcorn oh, yeah. one is actually the one where I'm more drawn to. I mean, I do also like the, uh, like, uh, is it Ashen? Is his name pronounced Ashen? Uh, Akshan. Akshan. I think the K is pronounced. Okay. But he's a brand new champion in League as well, so like... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, 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 hard, it's hard to... up in the air right now. But yeah, no, I do also like his emote as well, but I don't know, the popcorn one was the one that spoke to me. Yeah, I I, I, I think the only one that I don't like is the Viego one, because it's just a re... It's like, it's a rehash of the Poro emote. It's like the same sentiment, and the Poro I mean, emote is like premium. Yeah, mm. yeah it's like... Yeah, um, no, I, I, I kind of got to agree with you there. It's, it's not really telling anything different, is it? Yeah, and, and like the Poro, the Poro emote is the original and the best... Uh, First, for you know, conveying, oh, you interacted with me, wow. <laughs> Very true. Um, other than that, so that, that that's pretty much like in terms of like, so they added new cards that had these amazing new skins, bald, like a like the cosmetics, uh, like a off off the chart. Chromas, <laughs> this one. which is interesting. We haven't yeah, seen Chromas in LOR yet. That is that is interesting that they were throwing that in because that just makes. Because that's, that's like, do you have to buy each of them separately? I can't remember how the uh, actual thing of it works. <laughs> so the the way it works in uh, League of Legends, chromas, uh, you can get individual chromas for free by going through some hoops in the shop. Right. Uh, or you can just buy every single chroma in a little bundle. Um, mm. So I, I think you can, you can acquire chromas for free, at least, uh, in League of Legends, uh, so long as you already have the champion or the skin okay. required. Okay. So, so maybe, maybe again, um, but these are actually stunning. Like they make a huge difference. The purple one is so sick. I mean, yeah, it, it, it all looks amazing. But as I said, then the other little things, little miscellaneous one, they've made it so you can uh, actually challenge somebody to a best, which is best out of three in the friend mm-hmm. challenge, which just helps out uh, more community tournaments and things like that. Because obviously most community tournaments, it is like best of three against against whoever your uh, challenge, which your opponent is. So I guess it's kind of like to help that out a little bit and make it a little bit more so it's it's supported in-game probably a little bit nicer, I'm assuming, is how that helps. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a positive. Like, it's... I, I don't think it necessarily makes a huge amount of difference right now. Well, no, but like... it, it, it doesn't, but, you know, but it's, it's a nice thing that they've put in as a, it's a, it can be a best of three. So that yeah. you just know that that's that is it when you're going into like tournaments and whatnot, just like a adds that little bit and a couple of of a couple of bug which it bug fixes some of which that I didn't even realize was a thing because I did not actually realize that Reaper's Bay basically came out as a terrible card. <laughs> I never actually because I didn't in my lurker deck I never bothered to put because it, it was a card I was like well most of my stuff's gonna be lurk anyway so I don't really see the point of this landmark and. 
the fact that apparently it wasn't actually working the way it was. It was it was basically a toss the top card if it's not a lurker card and do nothing else for you. It was basically destroy my cards for me, please, card. So, oh, so I didn't even know this was how it was like intended to work. So if if it strips it, so lurker's base strips away the top card of your deck before then checking to see if the card underneath that one is a lurker for the purposes of triggering lurk. Basically, that is how right. it works. That is how it works now. So, Re- yeah, so Reaper's Bay, its whole purpose is that you have it on the board. When you go forward, if the top card is not a lurker card, it will toss it. And then hopefully if the next card is a lurker, then you get the buff. Obviously, you're not guaranteed the next card after the top one's going to be a lurker card. But if you're running a lurker deck, most of the cards in there are going to be lurkers. So it's only going to have the odd one that's not. So hopefully you're hoping to toss that one, the next one, and then it activates lurk so that you mm. do still get the benefit from it. The way that it was working is it was tossing the card, but the next card was a lurker card. You weren't getting... So you weren't really getting too much from it, if you know what I mean. Like It was just a basic card that was just throwing a card away and you weren't even getting the buff, which the whole thing with lurkers is that you do want to be trying to buff them up as quickly as possible because then you can like you know overwhelm your opponent with devastating like stats that's the whole purpose of it so it was kind of a, a useless card i mean i never put it in a deck so i didn't actually realize that this was a problem but it's it's nice to know they fixed it at least yeah um yeah i i, I think the card is probably still not very good it it fills mm. up the ever so important one drop slot in lurk yeah, that, I, um, that's me. It was it was never a card to me that I've I've just even contemplated putting in any any D, which a uh, lurker deck that I did. The actual the this is actually one that is good because I have noticed this and it really used to annoy me, <laughs> which was the what you call it um units that are when I'm discarded effects now correctly maintain their buffs that they had in hand when they're discarded because it used to like as you know you know me i you know that i love a bit of pnc stuff so like you know running jerry rig and what you call it running um which is more flame, flame chompers, chompers yeah. it's made more flame chompers with this in jinx decks when you would buff up them in in some way like if you were playing the lulu version in which case like you might have had like something which buffs something in hand um and then you toss it and it just loses those stats that you just gave it it was just like what? So, oh, like, sorry, I discard it. So I'm glad that this is now a thing where it keeps the buffs. Yeah. So it just makes it a little bit more like nice with certain cards and interactions that you could use with that mechanic. Yeah, and finally, my Jinx, Avaros, and Hearthguard deck is coming to fruition. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Uh, yes. So shall we move on to the, the, the spicy new cards? Let's move on to the spicy new cards. That's what it's all about. These new cards that are going to be joining us this evening, which I cannot actually wait to start like a deck building with. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll start with the champions, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want to do Viego as you chose Ruination? I mean, I did I did choose Ruination, and uh, he's actually a champion, which I'm really looking forward to experimenting with. So, obviously, Viego is the 5 cost 5-4 five, when he first drops, and that is each round, the first time that an ally dies, he summons a Encroaching Mist. And the Encroaching Mist is, is this thing which basically, every single time that one is summoned, it grants all Viegos and all Encroaching Mists everywhere, plus one, plus one. So, already, his stat, like, Viego stats themselves can start accumulating up like the more things that you kill his stats are going up and that is every single viego so not even the one so the one on the ball dies the other like ones that you've got can actually still get those stats and so i actually really do like the idea of this champion plus he's fearsome as well which is like a, yeah. a nice keyword to have in shadow Isles in general uh 
And once you've seen allies with 20 total power die, that's where he levels up. And the level up is is definitely something I really mm. want to experiment with and have a lot of fun with, which is all about at the round start, he will which it's still the strongest enemy this round. And if it's a champion, it just kills them. Yep. I, I like that. I like that. Just, he just <laughs> kills them. He just kills them. And I like, literally, this is, he's actually a champion I cannot wait to experiment with. I've had a number of like, you know, different ideas with him. Obviously, like the things that come to mind is that, well, number one, encroaching mist is always going to be like adding stats to itself and dying. But if you run this potentially, like I'm, I'm, I'm just the ideas that come off the top of my head was potentially in Sharima with that new card that we got before, which was the which is the one drop which can give you the ephemeral five two, so that that's just yep. five stats instantly going into him as being ephemeral. Uh, there's also the idea of maybe running him with Noxus so that you have the like uh, the five ones that you get with like uh, the stun, so that like uh, it's just it's just. Stats for cheap that are very easily killable so that you can help get into that 20 plus stuff die, which it dying so that he levels up. And of course, the way that I'm thinking about playing this is in a deck whereby I am also running Rekindler yes, and yeah. and getting a bunch of Viegos on the vault, running, running with it so that I can just steal all the cards from my opponent, all, all their all their board. And it, it belongs to me. Uh I, I had like a pretty um uh, uh, an idea with this card. Uh, so there's 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 this card that you may not have heard of. It hasn't really seen much support over the past couple of entire history of the game. Uh, it's called Atrocity, right? Uh, That's the it's, one. It's, it's had very little support up until now, but I know, it, right? Since, since Viego <laughs> can get God. reasonably large, right? You can actually yeah. use Atrocity to go face and deal lethal damage. I mean, I've never heard of that move before. That, 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 I think it might end up being that is groundbreaking. Really good. <laughs> that is a groundbreaking idea. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. You know, worries anytime. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> you, you, another you, one. You know for a fact that that is that is how this is going to be used. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have the spell shield potential of um, Nasus, but yeah. obviously it's within the same region. Like in terms of like because it, it it can go other ways. Whereas obviously with with Nasus, you're always forced to go Shadow Old Shirima, which is not yeah, a bad combination. That's actually quite scary. Like, I, I, I don't know how this will end up playing out, but um, we, we've we had um, Nasus in Shirima, and we've had Beihu Endure in Freljord, but we haven't had a really, like, really, really big unit payoff in Shadow Isles yet. Like, this, on, it, on its own, yeah. On its own, yeah. Like, we, I could reasonably see Viego having, like, eight power, which is, um, like... A, a, a pretty that's a, that's usually lethal right like yeah um, i mean i i might be wrong here but my guess is that at some point <laughs> at some point in the future we will see a nerf to encroaching mists whereby it only gives plus one attack and doesn't give health because it's it's that extra because it seems to me that's the way they always kind of like clip these yeah. things is that they because the, we're continuously going up in health it becomes harder for removal, like in terms of like, a, yeah, you can do straight up removal, like vengeance or whatever. But in terms of like damage removals, like your get excited, your mystic shots, your whatever, like it starts to get to a point where they just start getting like going past it and past it and past it. It's like, mm -hmm. ah, crap, crap. So the idea of actually being able to do it so that it, it uh, that, that is a nerf I'm predicting 
for the future is that they will change encroaching mist to only give plus one attack. That's yeah. my guess. V VA was a really hard uh, card to like evaluate. I would say he's he, he stays on board and he gets like incremental value over time, which mm. makes him which gives him the same vibe to me as Kindred, who turned out to not be very good. Like I think Viego will probably end up being better than Kindred, but mm. um, I, I I don't know. And also, yeah. just talking about health stats, for some reason I thought um, Camavoran Soldier, the three yeah. cost three three, was a three one, and now I'm now I'm actually scared. I mean, it is with the fact that it's also giving you an encroaching miss, which is also buffing Viego's stats wherever that's, he is. That's like, a really good stat line. There, there are some really scary moves that can now be performed through Shadow Isles. I will just say, can we just talk about the stupidity of Viego's spell? <laughs> like, despair with the idea of pick a unit to strike your Nexus, then kill it. So obviously it's like something whereby the payoff is going to be that you can... Like, can we just say like some stupid ideas that have come to my head? So, well, Rune Terror themselves seems to be like promoting this as like a, a card for making weird plays. Because do you remember what they did in the trailer? No. In the, tra I... in the trailer, they despaired their own dragon to level up Shivana. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. They did. This is very true. But. Well, I'm fixed. Obviously, like if this is pick a unit, so it could be on both sides of the field. So it could be something that can get rid of your enemy's backliners. Like say that they've you, got like a you'd hope, right? I mean, that, that's that's it, what you're hoping for is to get rid of say like a Puffcat Peddler or to get rid of you know the Collector. Like not that we see Collector much anymore, but mm -hmm. the idea of like a, it's it can remove a, an enemy backliner and immediately like go to finish you. But can we just talk about some really stupid things? I want to know, right? If you use this on somebody like an enemy Teemo, does it still put shrooms in your deck? Because technically, the unit strikes your nexus. Oh yeah, no, totally. So, yeah, it 100% does. Okay. Now Level here's Swain as well. <laughs> no, but here's another thing, talking about Swain, right? Yeah. Swain's text just says when he hits the nexus. Yeah. So, would it be an insane move to potentially save your own life at one point, to sacrifice your own Swain to hit your nexus? If it hits your nexus, does it do free damage to everyone on the other side of the board? Uh... That is actually a that is actually something I want to know because is that going to be an insane like Hail Mary move of I've got nothing left, I've got leveled up Swain, they've got but like you know, a lot of things going for them. Come on, Swain, it is time. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stray away from um from both you and Riot, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> say that this absolutely crazy idea that maybe we should use this on our opponent's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I mean yeah, um, no, definitely. <laughs> it blows my mind that in 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 the in the trailer they 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 showed despair killing their own dragon to level Shavana. That's so stupid. I mean, it's, um, it's it's not the way that you'd mostly be using yeah. that spell, but it, uh, it, it is an interesting spell. It's just, yeah, I it's, how it's how how one we use. It's one of those things whereby that is a card I could see seeing play. Oh in yeah, we are definitely running like some form of heals, like because the the idea Shadow World does does have a number of different heals, like obviously uh, Grass of the Undying, Withering Whale. And the the lesser used absorb soul, so 
it's one of those things where but I feel like if you're gonna be using that card because you could do it as a sacrifice or even potentially as a Targon matchup, like you know, like you like, like match up with it. So like Shadow Wells and Targon, so you can at least still heal yourself while removing stuff from the other side while taking a significant your your next is taking a significant amount of damage, you know what I mean? Yeah. If if Crumble saw competitive play for a reasonably long amount of time as a slow speed, highly disruptable spell there is absolutely no way despair is not going to see competitive play like this is a slow speed cheaper far less destructible spell uh and it also um brings merit to uh zombie ash coming back that that deck used to be really really scary and um combining frailyord and shadow isles to get really high value despairs seems like a payoff that might bring that deck back to life yeah no definitely because that's the thing like if you freeze your opponent, does it? Because it does say that. Because I can't remember what was the synergy that happened with Lee. Didn't Lee like at some point when you frostbit him, he didn't actually do his kick because it didn't count as a strike because he didn't actually have. So if you do this, does it? Because it does say pick a unit to strike the nexus, then kill it. So if you freeze them, do, does it still go through? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do damage. Not anymore. I. I don't. Think. No, that's what I mean. They wouldn't do damage. But I mean, would they still die? Because it says strike the nexus and then die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a unit to strike your nexus, then kill it, as opposed to uh, pick a unit to strike your nexus to kill it. Yeah, true. Yep, yep, yep. You're yeah. right with that. You're right with that word. Yeah. So potentially, yeah, that could definitely see play with an ash deck running that with despair. Because yeah, as you say, you get some really high value stuff of just frostbiting out down their big stuff and then forcing it to hurt your nexus without doing any damage and then it dies. So. It, it it does have use in terms of that. I, I feel like, as you say, that's going to be the most we see it used is going to be in Freljord. It will, yeah. it will probably see like some other forms of play, but that's going to be the most place we're going to see it. Yeah. Uh, can we just talk about the fact that, obviously, Shadow Isles actually getting dragons as well. Like, that was... I, really when I, cool. When, when I saw that, it, I, it blew my mind. I was not expecting to see dragons in Shadow Isles. That... Like in terms of this little expansion, so I absolutely love this design. I think this is a great way of bridging Damasia and Shadow Isles for the purposes of dragons specifically. Like the thing that Shadow Isles does very well is kill their own units. Yep. Um and dragons want to strike to trigger their fury or to trigger their Shavana. And this is just like the, the exactly what like it's just a very clean design, a very good way of bridging that gap. Uh, crawling viper worm as a two cost four three that pops your whatever you want to kill in Shadow Isles, or as a two cost three two that um, costs three additional life. Uh, it's 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 a very good ag aggressive card for Shadow Isles. Uh, oh, definitely I, I, in that early game, yeah. I definitely in that early game, but. Yeah, which is, like I said, like, lo love the design because it's got the either or. So mm -hmm. even if you don't have a unit on the board, like, oh, you could technically throw free damage into your Nexus to still get this out early. Obviously, you do want to be doing it on top of something, which, as I said, like, Shadow Isles has got so many activating things whereby if they die, they're like, so potentially, is this going to be the, the birth of the Dragon Undying deck? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, it curves into ca uh, Camavoran. Ca ca Camavoran, I think, because Camavor is where they're from. Uh, Camavoran Dragon, the, the, the four cost that drains. Um, yeah. Which it, dragons are really good blockers because they have uh, Fury as well, which is obviously a weakness of Undying. This is, this is true. And whenever they get, whenever it, it slays something, it's draining. So it's a way of giving you health and burial. Like, and when you think that 
if you're pairing that card in where you're presuming you're going to pair it, Demacia has got so many different strike things like single combat and, and all that, that literally you can still get the drain off of a number of different units. Like imagine using this card with judgment, just like a wiping every other board and just healing yourself for however many things this thing takes down. Yeah, that's that's that would be nuts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I think I'll I, I'll probably try uh, tonight playing. Uh, you you've got my my brain turning now because like I I I had a Bilgewater Undying deck that I took to seasonals, and I think this actually like fills the four drop slot that was very lacking when I played it before. I just shoved oh, in nice. Twisted Fate because she's because he's good. I mean, he is good. He's a versatile man who just yeah gets thrown in yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, that, uh, that's 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 nuts. That's cool. <laughs> that's what that's what I mean. They've done a fantastic job on designing deep because it really makes it seem like yeah I could go for building a Shadow Isles Dragon deck with with uh, Demacia no problem. It's nice just to see dragons in a different region. Mm-hmm, like, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice when you see any anything which is of a of a tribe in different regions and different places. So. Just to go off of that, like some of like the funnier, funnier cards that we've seen on that side. Oh, oh, I just want to quickly point out as well the fact that we got ruined cards. So cards that we knew of in the past, like ruined Rex and uh, ruined Reckoner and all that, like ruined the which the big dragon in Demacia. Like the fact that we got ruined versions of things. It was it was a nice thing to see. Yeah, I I, I like the. I like that more than champions are being involved in this morphing of the the, the world. Mm. It, it, it's 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 a cool way of like bringing the event together uh, and making it feel less like a League of Legends event and more like a Legends of Runeterra event. Yeah, so yeah, so they've done a fantastic job in doing all that. Uh, Ruined Reckoner is a devastating card for Noxus with the fact that it allows you to have a zero cost give an ally a free attack yeah uh so cataclysm was seeing play in scouts for a hot minute um <laughs> yeah to, to to essentially work as a three cost rally so long as you had a scout in play yes. uh and we've seen the new version of like big scouts that runs riven instead of misfortune uh being very successful on ladder at the moment so uh this just slips right on in right Yep. A, I mean, a, you'd think a so. body that comes with essentially a relentless pursuit. That that's that co- really that, good. That, that costs zero. That costs zero. <laughs> so yeah, whenever I feel like I don't know about you, I I know there's a few people who like I see it on Twitter and whatnot. Whenever you see new card reveals, and whenever you see that those little words together where it says like starts a free attack, mm-hmm. the the bum hole starts a quivering, <laughs> no, yeah. knowing how devastating that can be. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think it, it will end up being one of the strongest cards out of this entire set. Would be my guess. Uh, mm. Is ruined reckoner. Yeah, no, definitely, like a really, really, really like an interesting card design there. But we'll see. Definitely play competitively. I, I feel like that's definitely going to see competitive play. It's because free attack is such. Devastate. As well as bearing in mind the region there is very important because obviously we've only got free attack in certain regions and the fact that we're seeing free attack in Noxus with Noxus's ability of having so much overwhelm potential like a free attack mm-hmm. can can be like especially for zero can be a, a game winning in that region. Here comes Darius. He's <laughs> like ah, <laughs> uh, oh, big boy Darius is going there with his massive attack. I mean that's what it's it's scary moves like that. 
Darius is so pure. Like, uh, as champion designs go, I hope they never... I, I, I wouldn't mind if they buffed Darius or nerfed Darius or whatever, but I want them to never fundamentally change that when he levels up, he just becomes really big. I mean, he can't, it's, it's very rare that you see him, but when you do and he does level up, you kind of know, okay, it's done. I love his design. It's just, like, very, very wholesome, very mm. exactly on the nose. But let, let's switch over to the light side. So if you want to talk a little bit about um, ac- action. Ash- ac- action. Uh, action. I, I, uh, how much time have you got? <laughs> 20 years. Well, good, because that's how long it's going to take. Uh, Akshan <laughs> is a 2 cost 2-2 with quick attack. When he's summoned, or when he strikes, he summons the Warlord's Palace, or advances it by one if you already have one. What's the Warlord's Palace, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you say. Well, the Warlord's Palace is a... Is, is a uh, a, a, a landmark that uh, has countdown eight that creates a relic of power in hand, and uh, whenever you target an ally, it advances uh, one. What's a relic of power? Don't you worry, I'll, I'll tell you. A relic of power does one of three things. What are those three things? Well, it's a zero cost that predicts or and draws a card. Or you get the point. It's uh, Akshat is like a Russian doll of more and more and more and more, uh, and eventually he makes another landmark. And if you pop that, that landmark, you get to the bit that we're all interested in, uh, yeah. where he gives you one of three choices, and those three choices are all insane zero-cost spells. The fact that they're spells is very important. You can, um, for example, mimic these. You can add another copy to your hand, which is insane. Um, and they do either uh, grant all of your uh, enemies vulnerable and create a copy of the strongest ally that died in this game in hand that costs zero, Grant your champions everywhere a spell shield and plus two plus two, or the really stupid one, uh, draw two and your spells cost one less this round for zero mana. For zero no, mana. No, 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 no. Your cards cost one less. Yeah, yeah. Not, what did I no, say? Sorry. No, not not just because you said your spells cost oh, sorry. one less. Uh, magic, your cards magic, yeah. everything costs one less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, history of Magic: The Gathering. Spells just means everything in MTG. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, can you imagine? Um, like think about it, Akshan's uh first the the first spell, the one that he makes um when you pop the what is it the palace can summon a uh what what are the five twos the sandstone chargers, the deck kind of like works in a noxusy um shell that um aims to trigger reputation. You then get to your big turn where you've popped your horde. You choose one of these spells and you cast Mimic. So for one mana, you have done any of these absurd effects twice. Draw four cards for one mana. All of the spells you cast this turn cost two less. Cards, cards. You cast this. That's turn the word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so nuts. He's so nuts. Well, he does, it, it, it definitely is one of these champions. But yet again, just excited to play and excited to try. It's one of those things where by it's it's. You're going to be running him in a deck which has got a number of advanced cards in because mm. you want to be advancing that warlords, like, you know, uh, palace and then the warlords, which get hoard down as quickly as possible. Because bear in mind that when he levels up, um, it gets rid of which it gets rid of the warlords palace and it summons the warlords hoard, which is still a countdown of eight. Mm. So in order to get everything, it's still, you've got advanced basically 16, but every single strike that Ashen does does decrease that countdown by one and there is obviously like a bunch of cards in Charima which can help advance so it's, it's all about trying to find like the perfect balance of the advanced card like yet again my mind started thinking like you know in stupid stupid ways um as you say you can run this in Noxus Noxus my idea was going to be 
potentially to run him with Draven for the idea of using Draven's Whirling Death to get another strike. So I'm giving another advance. Was yeah, that's a, like, another two advances, right? Because you're targeting one of your allies. Wait, right? what was it? I've lost myself. Because <laughs> uh, Akshan, the, the Warlord's Horde and the Warlord's Palace say whenever you target an ally, advance me by one. So the the you target the ally even more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was so that, that that's where my mind was thinking. I mean, I know that some people are thinking obviously Ashen with Tarek, Ashen with uh, Riven. I believe like the ones where people are thinking the most. Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. thinking Ashen. But I was thinking Ashen with Draven because I like the idea of the whirling death in there as well as an extra strike. Yeah, and the the the, the spinning axes count uh, as zero mana ways of progressing the landlord. Yeah, so that, yeah. That, that's where my that's where my mind was going. Yeah, uh, I, I I think Draven and Riven are fairly like interchangeable in most decks. To be honest, like they're they kind of do the same thing <laughs> near enough. Um, so and Tarak yeah, is also a good good uh, decision as well because obviously every single time the buff Tarak and then Tarak buff somebody else that should be advancing it. I believe twice, twice. right? Yeah, yeah, it should do. Uh, I think it will be like really, really easy to pop these. Like, in, I, I, I think you should reliably pop these like two turns after you you drop them. I think, like, mm. it, it's not really countdown eight, like not at all. Well, yeah, no, no, no not in the right deck. <laughs> not, <laughs> like, not even no, almost. Yeah, in uh, in the right deck, this should be going down like quite quickly. And yeah, I love the idea of it. These spells are so crazy and amazing that yes i mean obviously the first thought that came to my mind was the howling abyss deck with <laughs> with, with the which is shield of the sentinels plan yeah I'll, t- I'll tell you what this reminds me of actually like um you, what was the name of that one card that made a treasure chest for your opponent in hearthstone um, oh you're talking about um was it something the fox or something marvin like, the fox yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not no, that's if, you gave your opponent a treasure chest and they had to guard their chest because if you broke the chest it gave you one of three random really stupid cards it gives this gives me gives me similar vibes where you go through a huge like you go through loops like to open up a treasure chest and then the treasure chest contains a game-winning play and uh I love it. I, 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 that card was really cool, Marvin. I, I played yeah, no, it. I, I, did, I, did use, I did used to like Marvin. Like, it was just a really funny card to play. Obviously, like the, the difference between those two cards is that that summoned it on your opponent's side, forcing space off of your opponent's side of the board, whereas obviously this is on your yeah. side of the board, so you are um, removing a space on your side of the board. But depending on obviously what kind of deck that you run, you can still like find ways around that. Yeah, no, I... I, I... I'm sure that this that that Akshan will see play, if only because he's very fun. Mm. Um, he might not be fun to play against; that remains to be seen. But uh, his support cards are also very interesting. His entire like, um, if I have been targeted, when I am targeted, um, friends are very very good. The grappling hook, three cost slow spell, an ally you've targeted this game strikes an enemy with like asymmetrical strike. Uh, yeah. where the opponent doesn't strike back has proven to be worth a ton of mana. Like, people are playing the fucking four-cost Noxian one, whatever that one's called. Um, bloody business. Yeah. And, like, I think everyone's first impressions of that card was that it was not very good. So I, I, th- I think Grappling Hook will, like, comes under the same reasoning as being a lot better than it looks. I mean, gra- Grappling Hook is one of those ones where it's, it's cheaper. It, it requires you to do something beforehand, because obviously you've got to have targeted that ally this round for it in order to 
get the strike off. But in the right deck, and if you're running this like in an Ashen deck where you're trying to get that target stuff, as you say, for the landmark, and, and, and that you should be able to target and then get this spell, which you get this spell, and just it's, it's, it's worth saying striking something from your opponent's side of the board is never a bad move, especially when you're not taking any damage. This is like in the same vein as like concerted strike and that whereby it, it's going to be your unit strikes but it's not taking damage so yeah. the fact that this is one more than a single combat and single combat would make you let your thing take damage it's not it's not bad obviously this is slow but the only other thing to mention there is this is slow speed so you can't do this in combat mm. but i i could definitely see this card see in play and it's not a bad spell to beat his champion spell like uh by any stretch of the imagination yeah yeah just, well, just to add to the 20 lines of text that are already on him. Well, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, and also the fact that literally if you use it on top of Ashen himself, then you're getting a target on top of an ally, and then he's also striking. So you would be counting down that landmark like a, a nice mm -hmm. amount by yeah. doing that as well. So that's it works with his champion and for what his champion is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, so not bad. Not a bad spell at all. Another card in his uh, package that is pretty scary uh is the absolver uh i mean the, works perfectly with the landmark and everything again <laughs> it, well yeah yeah but uh just as a four cost that gives plus four plus two at burst speed it like four cost give a ton of stats it reminds me of um pre-nerf um what was it called uh fury of the north it, it gives the four power and instead of giving uh plus four toughness it gives plus Two toughness and overwhelm, which yep. uh, it, 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 which I think is probably better stat wise, but it does require that you've leveled a champion in this game. Uh, yeah, this this card like spooks me out. It reminds me a lot of like Fury of the North pre pre nerf. Yeah, and as you say, it's it's one of those things where by the only thing is it does require a champion level up before mm -hmm. it will give you the second part of it. So that's why you've kind of got to be like a putting it in the right kind of deck. So potentially. Uh, that, which is it's one of those things with like Riven and Draven, if you're yeah. pair, if if you are pairing this with uh, Noxus, obviously like uh, they're they're both kind of okay shouts to go with because like Riven we know can level up quite quickly depending on how the deck is built, and if you're running this with Draven, if you're running this with Draven with obviously like Ashen's grappling hook, the idea of putting on his would you, one of his spinning axes and then like a using this so that he's just removing slightly striking with one of his like you could oh, level really cool. Drake you could level Draven quite quickly in this deck. Like it, with the right cards like yeah, you could level Draven quite quickly. Draven Draven on entry gives you the enabler to use the hook. That's that's really yeah. neat. Zero that that zero investment before using the hook or near enough. Exactly. So and then that's already getting him like a halfway towards his level up, depending on obviously like a what situation you are at the time because whether or not you've put Draven out on turn three and you attacked on turn three so that you put a spear axe on Draven so you know what I mean like there's ways of which there's ways whereby you could actually level Draven very fast with this. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. God. Uh there was something actually I was meaning to ask um because I like I, I haven't really spoken with any other LOR players about Go this for it, buddy, just yet. Scattered pod. Do you know can you tell from that wording whether or not you choose or not? Because it says draw a slow, fast, or burst spell. Right. I don't know. <laughs> the, way, the, way that that, the way that it is worded, we've just draw a fast, which a slow, fast, or... So you, it's going to be one, but it, it's, it's worse, it doesn't say the word choose. And so 
I would like to think that the way that this works is that you play it and it gives you the choice between slow, fast, and burst, and you choose one of those and it draws one. But I don't actually know because the way that it is worded doesn't necessarily mean that you get to pick. It doesn't say choose. So I'm not sure. I, don't, I, I, I was thinking the same thing about that card because obviously if you get to choose, it becomes a vastly better card because you can put certain cards in your deck whereby you're looking for this certain one. It's a certain type of spell. Now, as long as you put all the other spells in the deck as being like the other kind, you know, you know, this is going to be a draw, like the card that you want. But yeah, I I don't know whether you get to choose or not. That's, that's the thing. It's really weird. Like, 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 like you say, I would have thought it would say choose, right? But Mm. it's such weird wording. Why doesn't it just say draw a, spell that like draw a non-focus spell or something like because that's all it's saying is draw a spell that isn't focus speed Hmm. and also why is it saying that (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with focus speed spells my guy no the the, the pod doesn't like focus yeah you know it it doesn't like them he's he's attuning you already he's like burst is all you get well when they added um when they added focus speed to the game did they errata the old Manatee, the old sky manatee, to say burst or focus speed. I don't think so. I think because like focus speed spells used to be burst speed, but with a like does it, he don't, does he not work on gems anymore? I don't, I, I haven't. You know what? I've, I haven't actually looked at him in, <laughs> in this in this long. That like you know, shows how long it's been since I've used that card. I haven't looked at it, so I don't actually know whether or not it changed to say burst or focus. I couldn't even search for him. I have no idea what he's called. Like, <laughs> I, I, just call, I just call him Sky Manity. The, the Sky Man, you understand. Oh, Cloud Drinker, Cloud Drinker. Yeah, they didn't change him. They, they didn't errat him. So oh, he so just, he, after, after they added focus to the game, he just stopped working with gems. That's really sad. I mean, it shows because we never saw him again. Yeah, true, we never true. saw him again. We never saw him again. Too, but he, he did seem to see, used to see some fringe play. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, literally, like, I really like this little set. I think we can both agree this is more than what we were expecting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, I I thought it would be one single champion. Yeah, that's the thing because we knew we were getting like. But I will say it came a lot sooner than I thought it would as well. I knew that we were getting a champion this month because we obviously we were told in the. Um, uh, why can't I think of roadmap? Yeah, we were getting a champion this month, but I did not expect it to be so soon after the new cards and patch had already happened. Like previously, this actually took me completely by surprise. It was amazing and massive hype, but it really took me by surprise. Yeah, I like we we both we knew there was going to be a ruination event. We knew there was going to be a champion set. Is this that champion set? Like, is is did they just? I can't even remember what the roadmap looked like. Are we getting a champion set? Like next month, or is this? The I, I, I believe set? I believe this is the champion yeah, 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 yeah. set, and it comes with the event. Yeah, this this is like the uh, the Moon Man. Yeah, this is, equivalent. Equivalent. Yeah. this is our Moon Man equivalent. This is our Moon Man equivalent. Yeah, except it, it it you know it didn't introduce a bunch of cards that I hate. <laughs> yes, and also like you know like I do love the fact that because uh, Ruben Zoo worked on this because uh, he's he, he worked on the Moon Man one, and worked on this one. And he, he has put in there, like I swear, like somewhere on Twitter or that, I I, I hope that this one doesn't break the game this time. <laughs> Moon Man, when Moon Man first oh, came yeah, into the I game, was so game-breaking. I mean, to be fair, Viego, as you, as you say, with that continuously increasing stats with atrocity, it I can see that being yeah. something which is used a lot. So we'll have to see, we have to keep, it's one to keep the eyes on. Yeah. 
one one that I do want to um point out specifically, just because it's it's very much our our scene, our meme style of card. It gives me serious snap vine vibes. Is yeah. the thrumming swarm, which is clearly fun focused and for idiots idiots like us, but uh, it's really cool. I really like it. I, I do like it. It's trying to work out the best way to use it. I mm-hmm. wish, like, it to me, this card would have been uh, 100% yes, I'm using this and working a way around this if it said create an exact copy of me in yeah. hand. Because the fact that it says create a copy of me in hand means that any cost reduction that you do is not going to be an on ongoing thing. It's just going to create another copy that's going to be a seven cost. Because what I basically mean is like, like, if it just said an exact copy, which I'm assuming this is the reason why they haven't done it. Imagine using this running um, like Targon's Peak. It mm. hits this to zero, and it makes exact copies, and so you can just play all yeah, of these yeah, on the board. Yeah. So I can understand it, but for those meme kind of plays, that's the reason why I wish it said an exact copy. I wish but- it was just like a two cost one one or something. Why is it a seven cost? What kind of swarm is an eight? <laughs> Like I, when, I'm wondering swarm when it when it's called a, it's when it, like as with the name thrumming swarm I it, it just like it would seem and like what it's doing with adding more copies to your hand so you can swarm the board I just feel like it would make more sense if it was a completely stupidly costed like one one like a two cost one one completely unplayable um or like if it was maybe like a four cost one one that got plus one plus one for each other copy in play or something like. It's just the stat line and the cost are like really strange and so clunky, and I love it so much. Mm. It's going to be one of those things where like, I will have an experiment with it, but I don't know whether that experiment is going to be successful. Yeah, this is the latest way that I'm going to lose 100 LB. Yeah. Exactly, this, that's definitely the thing. Uh, the other one that I definitely feel needs to be mentioned for like you know meme reasons is uh, the which is the swap bot. Yeah, I, I saw this card and I was just like, I cannot wait to try and make some stupid deck with this. Yeah, <laughs> because it is the card whereby uh, it's four cost, four free. Upon playing, swap my stats with another unit, which just allows for stupid plays either to take damage away from your enemy or to be able to put damage onto something on your side, like uh, Teemo or Poro, like, which it, like Daring Poro. Mm-hmm. But you can do, you can use this both ways. I feel like the funnier way is obviously going to be stealing stats from your opponent. But yeah, that, 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 that's going to be the thing where it's, it's going to be funny to work out how the, to use this card. The thing that, the first thing I thought with this card was it's like a way of storing temporary stats. So I don't think this would be the deck I would, run in particular but just for the example sparring student let's say it goes up to like a 5-5 on one turn you can play def- uh, the, the swap bot presumably because this ability goes on the stack it would go up to a 6-6 before then you get a 6-6 swap bot and a 4-3 sparring student that at the end of turn would go down to a 4-3 I assume I don't think it would get minus 6-6 six, minus six and kill itself <laughs> I mean, you don't have to think it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's how... I mean, we've not seen something like this before. I don't think that's how it would work. Um, I think it would actually... If if I Wouldn't it go up to a 10? Like, so if it had plus 5, plus 5, and you swapped onto the sparring student, the swap bot would turn into a 6-6, six, six, and the sparring student would turn into a 9-8 until the end of turn. 
and then it would go down to a four three. I, th- I, I think. mean, I, I mean, we would have to see because yeah. I've got no. As you say, this has not been done before, so I don't know how that interaction will work with sparring student. But it definitely allows for some like you know really funny plays. Either way, either it being swapping your own stats or swapping something from your opponent's side. I definitely feel like this is just one of those cards where it's funny either way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, 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 I'll mess around with it and see, like, what it does with temporary buffs, like, until end of turn buffs. And if, if it works in our favor, then uh, I we might be able to make some really, like, funny stuff happen. Definitely. Definitely. So, I feel like that's, that's like, uh, most of the cards whereby I, that we've got opinions on. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to throw out there? Well, you you mentioned him in concept, but like you didn't talk about like what he does. I think Ruined Rex actually like br- like does huge things for the Casino deck and might well, yeah, no, finally be the thing that brings Casino into competitive viability. I mean, uh, we need to remember as well as that with Casino, the buff that Slotbot got anyway. Like, yeah. th- there's already things in that that are making that archetype more solid and so as you say throwing in like ruined wrecks as well so that you can get like cannon shots a lot earlier on but just drawing cards is is it like you can you can definitely see this being played plus it does kind of go on curve with twisted fate in terms of the fact that like if you were playing twisted on four then going into this on five like depending on obviously like what you had done so twisted fate blue cards and then also potential what like rummage or running like uh, some other form of like draw spell mm-hmm. in there just before yeah oh crap actually i've just realized it is this, this round, round. Yeah. that is that i i thought this was like i was just willing block. to agree with you <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do apologize that's my fault that i was thinking about um i thought this his card text was like slot but in terms of it was no, the round before no. no it is this round so working out the way to draw the maximum while also being able to play him it's actually going to be like a, a Interesting way. Of pick, a card, round. pick a card is probably the easiest way, right? Because it means that on the turn you play him, you've drawn three cards already. Yeah, so he's definitely yeah. going to be doing. He's definitely going to be doing free cannons. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I do love the design, the idea of getting this out cheaper than the standard Riptide Rex, and that, and I just like the idea of just like ruined cards in general, as you said, just like you know, like not just the standard champions, but uh, other cards that we've already known to come and love. Yeah, but other than that. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think we're I think we're done. Are we not? Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like we've like I've covered uh, the cards and that. Like definitely like uh, some fun ideas. Like uh, both champions have got really nice design, so mm-hmm. that they because it, it's one of these things where both champions have not just got an instant. Okay, they slot into this deck. They yeah. like they slot in with this champion. Each of these have got like a lot of experimentation that can be done to like uh, play them in any region with them. Yeah. And that is what I like. I like that kind of design. So I, I could not agree more. I really don't like it when I think they, they've only done it like twice in the history of the game so far. Uh with Tom Saraka and uh and Pike Rexai. I don't like it when they release champions and they might as well be the same deck. Like yeah. I, 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 I like when champions can go multiple places and they're not stuck in a certain archetype. Uh, and they, like, like you like you say, these these cards can go with like seven different champions apiece. Because mm. it, it's just nice the fact because both of them just work well within their own region. Because mm-hmm. 
like Viego number one just works well because anything that's dying is giving him stats. So that instantly works with so many different things in Shadow Worlds, whereby you're killing your own stuff to get which it gets stats like Mask Mother and all that like stuff like there's, there's so many things that work so well within that region to, to help him level up. And also looking at Ashen, Ashen's got a number of things that can help with um, just landmark reduction, like in terms of like advancing landmarks, as well as uh, like there is also the um, why can't why, why is my mind going blank right now? The what to do? Uh, lucky find stuff. Like you got a lot of oh, yeah. you got a lot of things. There there are ways of buffing within Sharima, which are not bad. Even just the the spell, like because it's a landmark that he's throwing down. So the one mana plus three plus one, like that's still a buff, which is a nice buff. And it's helping, like I said, like you know, both both of these fit nicely in their own regions, and then can be added into other regions, and that's why their their space is so open, and I love that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I think, are we going into the outro? I believe so. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we should be uh, back. Currently, we have plans to be back next week rather than two weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, so you can look <laughs> forward to that. Uh, we both do Twitch. Uh, Gomez does YouTube. Uh, Hello. You'll find Twitter in the bio as well as links to all of that. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Indeed. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>